0: This is Andy and Handy a company live from a, a very dark Yorba Linda, California. Those of you that are watching the video, you can see our backgrounds so really dark. It's because Hetty is wearing white. It has nothing to do with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always my fault. We're here for the Living Fearless Devotional on resurrectministry.com, where you can find all of our content to deepen your relationship and your walk with Christ. If you have not yet met Him, this is a place to start is uh we have podcasts we have books we have worship bands um bible resources and if you have any questions or you just like to make a comment drop us a line we'd love to hear from you and if you care to partner with us you can hit the donate now button
0: yes that was awesome you did. you're just you're so good at that man. oh yeah yeah just sharing on. the website <laughs> so, so good let's see who's on we have lisa wood Hi, in lisa. the house
1: Yes, please hit the like button, share, subscribe. Right. Help us push out the content.
0: Shalom, everybody.
1: Shalom, shalom.
0: shalom. Um, is there a time that you would use shalom over another, or is shalom just a way of greeting people?
1: Peace. Yeah. Shalom, shalom.
0: It's it. twice. That...
1: Jesus said it twice. Why? There is a reason. He actually explained it in the Chosen movie, but I couldn't Uh, remember. I can't remember what it is right now. Maybe Lisa will remember, or one of our audience members um, will remember. But he said it twice, and he said why, but I couldn't remember. I can't remember right now. Well, we're reading from
0: uh, Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning, uh, from March 2nd. And we've been hearing a lot about Charles Spurgeon and all of our little He's a legend. And you know what? I, I
1: just don't remember hearing
0: that much about him before.
1: Well, it's kind of like it's a lot of stuff for you. It's like you're, it's like you're new. You're like a, you're new all over again. I have ears to hear, <laughs> and eyes to see. Look at that, yes. amen.
0: All right. So March second for Morning by Morning. Uh, the reference is First Samuel thirteen twenty, that says, "So all Israel went down to the Philistines to have their plowshares, mattocks, axes, and sickles sharpened." Carol says, we are engaged in an intense war with the Philistines of evil, and every weapon within our reach must be used. Preaching, teaching, praying, and giving must all be brought into the battle, yes. and even our talents and gifts, thought to be too meager to be of any use, must now be employed. Every tool, including plowshares, mattocks, axes, and sickles, may all be useful in slaying, philistines yes every rough dull tools can deliver hard blows for the killing doesn't need to be fancy just there it effective.
1: is just effective <laughs> amen each it moment- can even be messy
0: <laughs> oh yeah each moment of time whether the optimum moment or not each scrap of our ability whether trained or not each opportunity whether favorable or not must be used For our foes are many, and our foe forces are few. Most of our tools need sharpening. We need ready discernment, tact, energy, promptness, and, in a word, complete conformity to the Lord's work. Practical common sense is actually very uncommon among people leading Christian endeavors.
1: That's sad.
0: We should learn some lessons from our enemies and thereby make the Philistines sharpen our weapons. This morning, may we learn to sharpen our zeal for battle through the help of our Holy Spirit. We can even look at at the energy of the Roman Catholics and how they will cross seas and continents to make one convert to their faith. Are they to be the only people to show great zeal? Then take note of the heathen of the heathen and how their devotees endure horrific torture in the service of their idols.
1: You know he's referring to there, the heathens? Probably uh, Muslims. Oh, I thought he was talking about the Catholics still. I don't think so. And their idols being the statues. of Well, they said, are they the only people? And then he said, take note of the heathens. Uh-huh. I don't think he's referring to the Roman Catholics okay. as heathens.
0: <laughs> <Somebody became evil. laughs> are they to be the only ones who exhibit patience and self-sacrifice? Finally, Observe the prince of darkness. Note how he perseveres in his endeavors, how unfazed he is by failed attempts, how daring he is in his plans, how thoroughly he has thought through his plots, and how energetic he is in everything he does. His demons, are, are, his demons were united as one person in their infamous rebellion against God, while we believers in Jesus are often divided in our service for him. Wow. Rarely working with true unanimity. unanimity. Unanimity.
1: Oh, that we may learn from
0: Satan's hellish industriousness Ugh. as he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour.
1: Wow. Yes.
0: May we instead walk around like good Samaritans looking for someone to
1: bless. I like that. Satan's hellish industriousness. Mm-hmm. Yes, folks. It's been a rough day. (laughs) It's been been a rough day, (laughs) and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm learning of Satan's hellish industriousness. But I, I really like this devotional because I just love the way he's describing it. It Reminded me of um, the new warning now for schools and anyone else that's training in terrorist attacks. It's run, hide, fight. And so the idea is, you run when you can. You hide if you, if there's a reasonable place to hide, but if all else fails, you fight. You don't give in, you know, and they were, and the videos, the training videos for schools were teaching them that you, you know, you put the tables up against the doors, you grab the fire extinguishers, the mop, the chairs, whatever you can use as a weapon, however messy it is, however clumsy it appears, and you fight, Um, you fight for your life. And it really, it, did none of that go through? No, it did. Oh, uh, the, <laughs> the analogy is perfect because it is exactly what we need to do against the enemy's attacks on us spiritually mm-hmm. is we have to use everything at our disposal. if We got to throw, you know, kitchen spoons at it, you know? Yep. Uh, it's, it's awesome. It's a great, it was a great analogy. I loved it.
0: And I like it. And now uh, you probably, you guys can hear my mic a, much, a lot better. I, I, they could hear it before, but probably not as well as I hear it now. But um, I like also that, that even if your tools, like you were saying, even if your tools weren't sharpened that you fight, but in the moments that you can still, you yeah. still got to prepare. You probably should still train. So whether you're suddenly, you're surprised and have to fight, fight with whatever you got, you know, uh, use use a use a pen and poke them in the eye if you have to In the ear canal. <laughs> but if you have time prepare yes train read the bible read scripture um pray and, and pray and even in those battles where you get wounded it doesn't mean because this is one thing we learned in the police academy is that some people you know they'll get like a little flesh wound and they ah, and they and they i'm, down, and, I'm down, die. Down. <laughs> And they lay down and give up. I'm uh, I'm bleeding out, and they go. You just got a little flesh wound.
1: You'll be fine. Get up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then get back up in and, and get back into the battle. Um, and I, I think that's so important that when it comes to like me, who gets a little bit nervous or gets tongue-tied or, you know, can't remember scripture, that that's that doesn't matter. That's, that God doesn't 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 care in the sense that as long as you are doing God's work yes, and, and maybe you don't, maybe you don't know the scripture. Maybe you don't know where to go in the Bible and maybe you don't know what book to turn to, but you can still, you can still uh, please God uh, by giving it your best effort. And uh, it's okay to make a mistake here and there. He's not going to, he's not going to kick you out of the kingdom because you made a mistake. right? So I think that's really important because I can get a little, a little nervous about, you know? Well, for no. me,
1: this is all, uh, you know, when I think of enemies, I used to, when I used to hear passages or even pastors talk about the passages about um, battle against the enemies, I always thought, oh, wow, interesting. I don't really feel like I have many enemies, <laughs> you know? And now, raising teenagers, we realize we're just surrounded by nothing but enemies, <laughs> you know, monsters. Are you talking
0: about the teenagers or the, the no, things that are attacking them? The
1: t- things attacking them. <laughs> yeah. You know, that it's just, you just, it, it is so distressing, but, uh, this, this devotional reminds me that we just don't give up. Mm. We don't, uh, retreat. We don't surrender. Uh, we don't back down. And that's hard when you are feeling, uh, completely overwhelmed.
0: And I think it today would have been a very easy, because today was just a teenager day of of shenanigans and I, I my morning started with some stuff that was uh, left over from the previous days one thing I've learned and I don't know if this is a lesson for anybody or anybody can that doesn't know this already may need to hear it and that is I've learned not to if I can to not speak um
1: <laughs> you, weren't always, you weren't always that way. No. yeah. You used yeah. to get really mad at me when I would do that. Oh, I was yeah. It just <laughs> uh, it
0: just come out.
1: Uh, and you'd be like, "Why do you want to talk?" And I'm like, "Because I'm not going to say anything <laughs> nice yeah. right now." Yeah,
0: give it some time.
1: <laughs> Wait till I calm down.
0: Especially with my kids, I, I, is that because there were some things that happened over the last couple of days, just normal stuff. It isn't like they did something like robbed a bank or anything like that. Just you know, maybe not being respectful or not following the house rules and that kind of stuff and it and it, it can it can set me off a little bit and um i was pretty angry uh the other day and i said to myself self self that yeah i don't need to say nobody's dying right now and nobody's going to bleed out or anything like that hang on to it and, and and allow the holy spirit to to work through me uh and gave me words that will Be better than just saying you know or taking some type of action and it was much much better i was still pretty angry when i spoke but my words were a lot more clear and i had a a path to uh the the end of the discussion and and what i was hoping to get out of the discussion and i think it 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 was much better by waiting yes so I i got that out but then it continued the, the shenanigans continued <laughs> the rest of the day <laughs> with other kids. I mean, each kid had their thing uh, and we, and we had to get through it. But I, I think that because of our relationship with God, I think we na- navigated it well, I, I think, I think, I mean, because we could just be like, uh, like not have gone live today because we would have been so, you know, so rocked by all the shenanigans that happened. We call it shenanigans. <laughs> we'll just call it shenanigans you know what i'm saying yes i do i think that is definitely god's work for sure because we lay it over we, we 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 release it we talk about it and then we hand it over and i think that's the important part when you can hand over the the stress of things it allows us to kind of recover and and well, be an example of that.
1: what i what i keep thinking about is and please keep us in prayer um our teenagers are under severe attack, especially mine, Um, that it is. I just constantly pray for guidance because you don't want the power of life and death is in the tongue. So I don't want to say something that causes more damage. I want to be I want to be as constructive as God gives me power to be. I want to say the right thing. You know, you want to you want, to, um, you want to improve the situation, not make it worse. And so I just pray for guidance. Like, Lord, what 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 is my next step here? How do I how do I do this with your blessing? Order hmm. my steps. You know, you surrender the anxiety and the outcome, but you still want to walk with him. It's just like to me, it's just like anything else you do for the Lord. Whether, you know, it's we write articles, we do the devotion, we're like, Lord, we, we show up. We're dedicated. We love you. Uh, we're not attached to the outcome of what may happen. Um, we hope we have the right heart for it, but please show me. Um, please help me do the right thing.
0: Mm. I'm just having this vision of something that may be a good. A good example, okay, of how this the works. I think no, it's a police okay. officer. It's a call. <laughs> so I get a call to go to a restaurant that there's a robbery in progress. There's a cook inside, and he's has a he's able to get to the phone. This is I think be maybe when cell phones were just starting to be a thing. And he's saying hey, there's two guys in here with guns, and they're robbing us right now, and we're on the ground, and I'm in the kitchen hiding. They don't know that I'm talking to the police right now. So anyway, I get there. Uh, I get on one corner, another officer gets on another corner and of course out the door where I'm at and I'm in the darkness and I have my gun out and the suspects, both of them come out the door and they have a trash can full of loot wallets and necklaces and money and change. And one of them has a gun in his hand and they're walking right towards me. They don't, I'm in the darkness. They don't see me. And as they get closer, they finally see me and they're only about 15 feet away and the guy has a gun in his hand and I see he's going to go running back in the restaurant. So I have to shoot him. So I fire my weapon at him and, and, and hit him, but it, 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 it wounds him. It, and so him and his buddy now continue running. So the reason this analogy is kind of reminded is because in that excitement of, of all those actions, it's easy if you're not, if, you, if I had not been to the academy, if not, if I have not gone through years of training and I, at that point, I think I had 15 years of being a police officer of all my experiences allowed me to continue to think through everything that was happening right? to, to make that decision to shoot somebody. And now you're in pursuit of them and you can see that they're bleeding and they still have their gun. Actually, he dropped the gun and he's still running. And I didn't know if the, they still had another weapon and we're all still able to get on the radio, set up a perimeter. My partners that's on the other side, he starts shooting at the other guy. So there's another couple like four or five rounds being shot at, at the other guy. (laughs) And, but, but the clear headedness that I was given through the grace of God, but through the training and preparation and the experience to set up a perimeter and to capture these guys and handcuff them with nobody other than the one guy being hit by my shot, that that's kind of how God prepares us for everything that we go through the training and the, and the experience and the, 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 um, Going to church on Sundays, going through devotionals, being prepared for things like we went through today in the way that I think we handled it. I'm hoping that it is in the way that God would want us to handle it. That that comes from all of those sources that we get fed into that feed into us. And it's that same thing that, I it, see that. It, if nice. if I would have just been a person walking down the street and guns start firing, that kind of stuff, you it's you handle it a lot differently. Right. Like you you duck. <laughs> you hide behind a car you <laughs> yeah. don't shoot at somebody that has a gun and start chasing them yeah you know what i mean but it's the it's everything that god has prepared you for that allows you to continue in the in awesome. the decisions that you make and and then how you finish yeah right? and, and then everybody comes out safe yeah and so except the robber except well he went to jail i didn't kill him
1: huh.
0: he's still alive i tried you, to oh you did try to shoot i him. tried to kill him did you <laughs> Because no. you guys always shoot to kill, right? No, no you, you don't, don't shoot, shoot to kill. More? You shoot to stop. Ah, we do okay. not shoot to kill. Um, I just happen to get him in the leg, but it, it, that, that's not the important part. It's the it's the after that, because it, because some officers they they do that and they freeze.
1: Yeah,
0: and they like, oh, did I just shoot somebody? And they and, and, and I mean, right. you just think of the adrenaline, uh, all the and the helicopters flying over, and all the other cops are getting there. Other people are shooting, right? You, you, I, I've seen many cops. Lose it,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, But because of the preparation that God puts us through and prepares us as we're sharpening our weapon and getting them honed and trained and prepared, you can go further and deeper in these kinds of situations that some people would just completely freak out and and not be able to think properly, think straight. So I think that that's uh, that analogy just seemed to connect with me. Um, I like what Lisa said here. Go ahead.
1: Andy, I was a single mom of three and completely understand the battle of not allowing my angry words to Mm. interrupt any constructive criticism. And my kids taught me patience and learning to listen better. Yes. Yes. And Sydney says, looks like God's growing us. I'm praying for (laughs) you teens. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. And Lisa says agreed. Now, uh, Kate is saying she needs a special treatment and she didn't know how she was going to come up with the money. But then she has a praise report that she got a letter from New Zealand. She's getting um, uh, redress money for the treatment that she got because of the abuse she suffered as a child. It's on her website um, from the nuns, the Catholic home, I believe. And so she'll be able to get the treatment. That is fantastic, Kate. We have a King Charles. Not, not fantastic that you suffered, yeah. but that um, God uses all things for the good of those that are loved and are called according to their purpose. So wow. He could take a miserable thing and bring um, goodness out of it. So that is fantastic. Wow! That is wow. Cool, right? Yeah. And this all happened yesterday. Yay! That's awesome. Lisa's saying, as long as we remember it's what Jesus did and does for us, that's most important than what we do for Him. We could be better prepared. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I so <laughs> the other aspect of this that I want to talk about is that he points out that you know, and I I've written several articles about this. One of the first ones I wrote for the post was called "Battle in Christ," and I say that. Um, it's unfortunate that many Western Christians are woefully unprepared for battle. Mm -hmm. And if you compare them to Muslims or other groups, it seems like they lack zeal and that's so dangerous because that's how the enemy picks off our children, whether it's, you know, satanic stuff, astrology, new agey stuff, or another religion, they capture the hearts and minds of Christian kids in their demonic efforts because um, we are not as bold occasionally, you know what I mean? Like we're not ready to fight to the death Mm -hmm. like they are. We don't have the zeal that they have. And um, that's really a shame and we should work on that. It is good. And how the Prince of darkness is unfazed by his failing, how daring he is how thorough he is in his plots, and how energetic he is in everything he does. Why are we not the same?
0: Those are soft. Yeah. Too comfortable.
1: Yeah. I remember a friend of mine, cause when I um, expressed to her, you know what I'm talking about? A, a friend of mine about how um, the Lord told me that I was a general in the army of Christ and that I was going out to seek and save the loss of those who would serve beside me. Um, She's like, Oh, that doesn't sound like Jesus. And I was like, why does that not sound like Jesus? You know, he's referred to us several times as an army. um, And God's people were always an army against evil. So it's, I think that um, the love and grace of Christ has led people to ignore the wrath and justice of God. And that, um, the flip side of a very loving, um, and gracious God is a just God and a jealous God and vengeance belongs to the Lord God, you Mm -hmm. know? So there is, um, there is an accountability and there is a dedication and a discipline, um, for the soldier of Christ. Mm. Oh, so Lisa says we need adrenaline for the Lord and his work that he wants us to do and I get a lot of that at, at your home group in the whole weekend. So grateful. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you. So glad to hear that. Cindy's having hard puppy days. <laughs> Puppies are extremely challenging. We yeah. almost got one and Thank the Lord. uh, I backed out at the last minute and Andy's like, good choice. (laughs) So so
0: I I support you on that.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. We have so many children and it's so unbelievably difficult. I don't want to reach down and be body training a puppy.
0: Why why at a dog?
1: Why? So we sympathize with you.
0: (laughs) They are, they can bring incredible joy, but they are uh, a bit of work. Like a child. Yep. Yep. Too comfortable. Yes, sadly. Yeah. I I gave that story one, uh, time ago, maybe it was about a month ago about my employees that were from other countries who had come and worked for me that, uh, were the hardest workers and stay always showed up early and stayed late. And if something needed to happen, they were the ones I can count on to getting it done. And then Aldo told, I would ask Aldo, I go, why is it you guys are always here and always available and, and work so hard? Is it because Americans are soft? (laughs) <laughs> Tell me all the time. He goes, They're soft. They don't know what it's like to to want and to need and to same not have.
1: Same like our kids.
0: Yep. Yep. For you, sure.
1: You know, you do work extremely hard to give them a good life, and and in turn, they um, they take advantage of it. They think it's mm. a given. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's the the word of the day is respect. That's what I've been working on today. <laughs> is being respectful of what it is that you have.
1: So there is this cool new program uh, that we saw on um, Christian sexuality. So it is a 12 week course with Francis Chan and Jackie Perry and, and some others to help teach uh, biblical sexuality to your kids. And the first chapter starts with God's authority. And they say that though um, it's very difficult, for young people, like what they're fighting is authority, what the, what the devil wants them to fight is authority, um, that that is where you start. And I got this from the whole, your focus on respect, that they have to respect God's authority over their lives because everything else flows from that. And if you can't get them um, to respect God's authority, then nothing you say after that is going to make sense. The whole idea about no premarital sex and no same-sex relationships, and you know, marriage between a man and a woman, all those other values, no pornography, all the other values that you try um, to get instilled in them—if they don't have any respect for God's authority, they won't listen to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And it's same with um, children. That our our authority stems from God's authority as heads of the house, as head of the household. And if they don't respect that chain of command, um, then they're rebellious.
0: I put a link, uh, only those of you on YouTube and Twitch will see the link that I, I put in the comments, unfortunately. Um, but you can click on that and, and find, it, it'll it send you to Facebook. I wonder if I can, I should actually try to find that other link. Let me see if I can. pull
1: Other oh, website? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It'll probably be easier to just send you straight to their website. And just for those of you listening, it's Christian dash, not an underscore, but a dash sexuality.com. Christian dash sexuality.com is where you're going to go. For those of you that aren't seeing the link, and I'll put that link in the comments for.
1: And we don't know much about it other than looking at it ourselves. So we're not connected to the project in any way, but um, it seems pretty good.
0: Sounds interesting. We're going to look look into it and then we'll Well, we'll report. What do you say?
1: um francis
0: chan is uh featured on one of the videos so we think he's involved
1: a number of them (laughs) that's good
0: we made the reason i we bring that up i made the mistake i I go look at francis chan is supporting this one thing and then had looked in and she goes i i think they're using his image (laughs) to create interest
1: (laughs) into their program because it doesn't look like it's not his style you know uh, yeah. just not his doctrine whatever it's not that his style was, yeah. yeah
0: whatever that was it just and i look to it i go oh you know what you might be right
1: <laughs> but this does look like he is actually involved in the project yes. he is in the videos yes
0: uh scripture first or jim
1: sure scripture all right so first samuel 13 20 this is a really interesting passage of scripture because this is actually when saul loses his authority because he's in battle with the Philistines and he doesn't wait um, to offer the sacrifice until Samuel arrives. And it's actually when he loses um, his right to the kingdom forever. And that's when God goes to appoint David. It's after Mm -hmm. this incident because he offered the sacrifice without waiting for Samuel to arrive. And this particular passage that this chapter is about that, um, that this uh, devotional started with says, so all Israel went down to the Philistines to have their plow, points mattocks, axes and sickles sharpened so they basically had no blacksmiths so they had to go down to their enemy and give their weapons to be sharpened so when it came to the time of battle they had no weapons it's kind of like us with china we can't even make our own tylenol because we batteries for our cars or batteries for our cars that's how you weaken an army Um, wow
0: we should send this to uh the 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 administration that's in the White House right yeah. now.
1: Yeah. So this is, you know, hey. how you lose a battle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Check this out. The Bible <laughs> predicted exactly what you're doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. So that's that verse. And mm-hmm. then 1 Peter 5.8 is be alert and of sober mind. Hmm. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Yeah. That's the, that's the problem. We have to be alert.
0: You know, it's interesting that that you read that. I don't. I didn't know that that was the scripture. Um, because we went to so um, my son's lacrosse team. Uh, you guys probably have this where you live, where a uh, high school team can go to a restaurant, and sometimes restaurants have the ability that if you send customers there uh, in the name of the uh, team the team that a portion of uh, the percentage of what it is you spend in that restaurant will be given to the team. It's like a fundraiser for the team. And so that's why we went to a place called um Lamp- post pizza. I always forget the name of the, the bar part pub, pub. The, the pub part of the lamppost pizza uh, where we go and there's a bar in there and there's people in there then they're, you know, having their beers and their drinks and their wines and things like that. And uh, I was just sitting in there looking around at all the people drinking and, You're the only and, ones and not drinking yeah, we're drinking the water world. and iced tea. And I just for a moment, I just thought this is so much better. Oh, <laughs> so funny it's that. just like it's so much better because we leave and we don't have any of the shenanigans that goes along with it. Shenanigans is my word today. <laughs> um, but there was that moment of of that soberness, a sober minded, so to awesome. have the conversations that we're able to have. We have the same conversations, not. A conversation that we would otherwise have if we were not sober minded, that we're there and we're talking about our children, of course, as always, it seems. Um, and then looking around and seeing the unhealthiness. And I'm sorry if you if you partake, and I am not not putting you down. I ju- we just happened to notice when we looked around that some of the people that we uh you no. know see in that bar, the you know, the whether it's the the guy that you know works at the bar, who, you know, just like I, hey, you know.
1: The greyness, the grayness the the grain, yeah. of the skin and the eyes. You yeah. can see it.
0: Yeah, and you know the way he talks is is kind of also kind of slurred, mm-hmm. and you don't know if that's because he is currently drinking or has been a history of drinking. <laughs> and I go, how how often was I like that? Is what my thoughts went to, right? Like, oh my gosh! But you just, you notice it when you're not, when you oh, and you yeah. haven't, when you have not been for a while. That it just feels so much better. And again, I know there's people watching, they go, well, I go out and you know partake every so often. I, I would just suggest maybe do 90 days of, of not. And just see how you feel. And go to the places, if you can, go to the places that you um, would would go normally go to and, and just-
1: Entirely sober. Yeah, and just- <laughs> Observe.
0: Observe, observe, observe. observe. Um, and, am I saying this right? Because I don't yes. want to make anybody feel bad. Because I mean, listen, fifty-seven, fifty-eight years of of doing the same thing. I mean, it's your testimony. Yeah, but it's just so different going in there now, can't feel where I've spent so much time
1: <laughs>
0: in the other way.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this scripture is so. I tell the people this scripture often: be alert and of sober mind. Be sober-minded.
0: Because your enemy, your
1: enemies prowling. And I, and when we first stopped drinking, I told Andy, I said, "We've got too many kids in this house." Mm-hmm to not be sober. We will not catch everything that happens. We won't be present. We won't be able to think clearly um, if we are not sober minded, because there, there's, it, 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 it's too, the devil is too prominent um, for us not to have our wits about us.
0: Then there's two more things. Uh, one of them is the example that they see. Right. But the other thing is that the scripture talks about is having your weapons sharpened. Your weapons are dulled by not being sober. Right. And so the the ability to um, have these yeah. discussions and react to what is happening in our home is dulled. Yes. And uh, often goes over the top the other way because we're now uh, short-tempered, as I think is the best way to put yeah. it. But I just that was so funny because you just read that just now, and it took me back to the two minutes or so that I was thinking I was just like looking around, going, "Wow, this is so much better." <laughs> I'm
1: so
0: glad. <laughs> it was just when that one guy was just sitting there talking to us, and I and I'm sorry if he watches the the waiter, <laughs> he might. I don't know, but I, I, I'm just was that's what I got. That's what it hit me because I could barely understand him. <laughs> And it just made me think, I go, I wonder, is that from years of drinking or is that just, you know, I just, I just found my mind kind of,
1: yeah, kind of thinking for sure. And I did
0: my usual thing. Did you notice what I did?
1: Walked away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Left me there <laughs> to fend for myself. <laughs>
0: uh. Okay. So, sorry, I went on that little tangent there, but that, that portion of scripture just caught me.
1: I like Frances Chan and Jackie Hill Perry. It's a much needed topic. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm so glad Jackie's doing the um, homosexuality portion. So she's just such a powerful <laughs> speaker on that subject. It's, it's life-changing. It's really, really awesome.
0: That is really hard for me because I often call Frances Chan Jackie Chan because of the actor <laughs> and Jackie is the <laughs> name behind Chan. Sorry.
1: Uh, and uh, Lisa's saying to remind you that uh, shenanigans is Biden's favorite word. Oh, <laughs>
0: thanks a lot, Lisa. But
1: also, both sides say it. I Bannon see- says it says it constantly. I think he took it from me. And actually, uh, what's his face? Boncino says it constantly. He does too. Yeah. It's it's just what else do you use to describe the absolute chaos we find ourselves in? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which was definitely today. Today was a shenanigans day. Um, Can we hear what Jim has to say, Hedia? Sure. Let's, uh, Let's go.
1: The Lord gives every believer gifts to be used in his service, gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. We see that from the way the Lord determines which gift or gifts each of us will receive. And although God's gifts and his call are irrevocable, they must nevertheless be sharpened and honed. Paul encouraged us to try to excel in gifts that build up the church. Mm, Thus, we are to use our God-given gifts to serve our brothers and sisters in Christ, in fighting evil in the world, in sharing the gospel with the lost, and in helping anyone who needs a touch from the Lord through us. But we must be ready, and the only way to be ready is to use our gifts. It may seem awkward at first, but as we use them, God will hone them, and we may even see our enemies being used as the sharpener. Mm. that's good good job Jim Hmm.
0: I have one more story that's percolating in my head but I'm gonna think I'm
1: (laughs) say it now or forever hold your peace
0: well it talks about how you know now this analogy that Jim uses which is also used by uh, old Chuck Chuck Spurgeon I like to call him um, is that and we may even see our enemies being used as the sharpener. It's not necessarily that they will, with their hands, take the knife and the stone and sharpen the, the knife. It's that as Constant we. Attacks. Yes. <laughs> so yes.
1: You get better. Yes.
0: Yes. as a, in um, the story, this will, really, it'll, this will be fast. I promise. So as a sex crimes detective, so I was a patrol officer, right? working on patrol and going on calls sex crimes were happening as I was a patrol officer, but then I go and detect us and I see it from a different position. I'm reading a report taken by another officer. And now I'm, and now I'm interviewing the suspects now that they've, I've given them Miranda rights and that kind of stuff. And, and seeing all the, the stuff that goes on with that and how to, how to address investigating someone who's either invoked Miranda warning or decided to talk to me. So I take that experience Of those, the enemy, uh, I mean, for sure, child molesters and rapists are the enemy, that that experience with them in a much closer environment sharpened my tools. Yes. So when I went back out on the street as a patrol officer, because when I left detectives, I went back on the street, I was an extremely much sharper um, patrol officer when it came to these kinds of cases. I, I was giving the detectives a much better case from the street level than I did before I went into detectives.
1: And that's exactly why God does the same thing to us. Mm. He gives us constant challenges to discipline us and to sharpen our gifts, you know, so that we are in a constant state of prayer, um, in needing him, but also in using wisdom and discernment and prayer over other people and generosity and kindness and compassion self control mm-hmm. to not get angry and to lose our witness and all of these trials come with um, a honing of the gifts yeah so be
0: don't so be, be afraid, don't afraid be to be gonna, lose it. being thrown in the fire being thrown in the fire is a uh, it's challenging and it's a little uncomfortable and you sometimes you get a little scared but when you come out of it you'll have a a much better Experience in the future because your weapon will be sharpened from that experience. It's be so good. Lisa's had had been in contact with Jackie Perry Hill at Women's Gathering for Christian Women.
1: Nice. You didn't didn't push the button. That's
0: your job. I didn't want to get.
1: But you were reading it anyways. Yeah. I was. And Carrie's (laughs) giving us a hug. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You could use it. All right. I want to pray.
0: I want you to pray too. Can we Uh, pray for uh, our friend Jack too in in this prayer? Yes. That would be important.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Now, dear Lord, uh, you tell us, all those who are weary and heavy laden, come and you will give us rest. Rest for our souls, Lord. And so we lay our burdens at your feet and we ask for your rest. And we ask for your divine support for our little children and those of us that have grown children and our grandchildren. And you know our heart to want um, them to surrender to you and to listen to your voice and to receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, Lord, and how much our heart grieves when they are far from you. And so we ask you um, to be with them and to guide them and to instill in them that sense of devotion that we feel and even greater even greater than us lord uh we are in so desperate need of of protection of protection over our loved ones of protection over ourselves to give us a sound mind because he did not give us a spirit of fear but of power of power and of love and of sound mind lord and a sound mind is what gives us the ability to think things clearly and to hear your voice to hear that soft still voice that guides us lord and so we ask that you order our steps and be the light unto our path and uh, to give us discernment to know uh, what to do in difficult situations. We love you and we honor you with our lives and we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, Lord. We pick up our cross and we carry it. and We know that you love those, um, that you chasten those you love. And uh, therefore, we, we accept the challenge. <laughs> we accept the challenge as you discipline us and you grow us. And we love you for it. It's in the mighty name of Jesus and uh, the almighty power of the blood um, in which we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Great.
1: Cindy gets to be a speaker at an event on prayer tomorrow in the morning. So yes, and Lord bless Cindy and anoint her words that she may um, instill the love and the beauty of prayer to her listeners and that they will be uh, forever transformed. And they'll draw ever more close to you, Lord, um, and realize uh, the, pro- the power of prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Very good. I should go to that. Where's is that? Is it, is it just for women? <laughs> maybe, I should, <laughs> maybe I should fly over there.
1: Yeah, there you uh,
0: go. I could use that help. We love you
1: guys. Thank you for joining us. Yes, we love And you. Um, don't forget edify.app, the Edify Christian Podcast Network, E-D-I-F-I.app. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, share this podcast. It would be a great blessing for us.
0: For sure. All right, my friends. Good we night. love you. God
1: bless. Bye.